The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial. 1380 on the AM dial. You can listen to us around the world at WNRI.com. And if you don't catch the show live, you can check us out on Spotify.com. Just look for the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. All right. I want to welcome you to tuning in to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I'm a realtor. I'm licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And I work with buyers and sellers of residential real estate. And the company I work for is a Remax company, Remax Preferred. No one in the world sells more real estate than Remax. Uh, that red, white, and blue balloon does a fantastic job representing us very well. I want to thank our sponsors, of course, GMETS Moving and Storage. George Metz is a friend of mine. They do a great job. 401-383-6399. That's the number. GMETS Moving and Storage. Um, they do a fantastic job taking care of their clients. Of course, we also have John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. 401-321-4401. Give them a call if you want to see if you should refinance your house or if you're thinking about buying a house, whether you own a home now or not, and you're not sure how much you would qualify for. Now, just... You don't need to spend all of the money that you qualify for, but it's a good idea just to get an idea. And uh, the Dolbeck team will do a great job taking care of you, whether it's John, Denora Hernandez, or Heath LaFort. They all do a great job. That's 401-321-4401. And, of course, please mention the Joe Luca Real Estate Show when you do that. And then, you know, this time of year, we're getting lots of, you know, rain, um, moisture, so there may be ice dams where, you know, your gutters are full of water. They freeze up. The water backs up under the shingles. And then you get moisture or water seeping in through your home on top of your windows. Vern Rainville is the guy to call because he works for you, the property owner, not the insurance company. He does a great job taking care of property owners. And he was a contractor, so he knows what to look for. 484-300-8495 is the number. That's Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster, because he does not work for the insurance company. Okay, He is obligated to work for you, the homeowner, the property owner. So even if you had something that happened six months ago, a year ago, as far back as two years ago, Vern Rainville can help you really maximize the amount that you're entitled to based on your insurance policy. This is something you pay the premium. You should reap the benefits of everything that it has to offer you if you have a claim. 
That's Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster. Please give him a call and mention my name. It's 484-300-8495. Whether it's on the inside of the house or the outside of the house, this is the time of year lots of claims start to occur. So give him a call and mention this show. 384 Excuse me, 484-300-8495. That's Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster. And then, of course, my friends Anthony Betancourt and Rich Nicholson, Beacon Title and Escrow. All of our closings go through them. They do a fantastic job. And the, one of the main reasons that I give all of my business to them is because they educate my clients, whether they're buyers or sellers. That's number one. Number two, they're very responsive and very accurate. And number three... Usually, they're significantly less expensive than the other uh, closing and title companies that are out there. That's Beacon, Title, and Escrow. Okay, that's where Joe Luca sends all of his business. So, I want to thank you for tuning in. So, you know, this is, uh, it's the second show of the year, January 10th. And um, there are lots of great things. You know, I want to share a little bit about what is... um, going on with the market right now because I checked earlier today on Mortgage uh, News Daily, which is a website. Now, these aren't the rates that you'll get when you call every bank or lender up, but it gives you an idea because rates are trending down, okay? Um, With the exception of a five-year adjustable rate mortgage, everything was, excuse me, the five-year adjustable rate and a 30-year conventional fixed rate. Everything else is under 6%. That means they're in the fives, okay? In the fives. So FHA, USDA, VA, those are all 30-year fixed rate mortgages that are under 6%. Now, as I say all the time, when we're quoting these rates, these are for single-family owner-occupied homes. So if you call up John Dolbeck at 401-321-4401 and you're looking to get approved for a mortgage for a condo or a multifamily property or a vacation home or a second single-family home that you're going to rent out, you're going to get different rates. If you don't have top-tier credit, you're going to get a different rate. There are lots of different things that come into play when you are applying for a mortgage. That's why I try to tell everyone, start early. Start early. If you're not sure if you have credit issues or not, assume you do. Give me a call, 401-409-5030. Or you can text me at 401-409-5030. I have people that will help you fix your credit. They'll tell you, all right, Steve, Dave, this is what you have to do. Bob, you got to do step one. You do step one, then they say, okay, now do step two. And then you do step two, then you do step three. Then lo and behold, six months, 12 months, whatever it is, depending on your situation, your FICO score, okay, that will improve. The higher that number is, the lower your interest rate is. The lower your interest rate is, the less you have to pay to borrow the money to buy the home. That can add up over time. So if you are looking at, you know, and the rates we have now, folks, even though they're higher than they were a year ago, they're still very low rates. So if you get a 6.85 or even a 6 point, excuse me, a 5.85 or a 6.12, the historic average for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 8. So we're still below that. So 
assume that you're going to keep that for the whole 30 years. If you can get it down a little bit by improving your credit rating, you're going to save a lot of money over 30 years. Now, maybe in five years, rates will go down again into the fours. Maybe. It may not happen for another 15 or 20 years. I mean, this, the rates that we had, I had people that were getting you know, mortgage uh, interest rates, fixed rates in the high twos at one point. No one had ever obtained a mortgage for 30 years at that level. Whether we're going to get there again, who knows? I don't have a crystal ball, as I always say. Um, if I did, I would just play the lottery every week. If you are playing the lottery, best of luck to you because uh, there's a lot of money out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. But anyway, getting back to so some of the rates, a 5.5% 30-year fixed rate, 5.375 30-year fixed rate. And these are all on Mortgage News Daily. So, you know, folks, you can get a lot done if you do a little research. But the big thing you want to do is you want to work with a good lender. The best way to find what, a, what and who a good lender is, is to find a good realtor. Ta-da, yours truly. I'm going to toot my own horn because that's what I do. Okay? John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team gets my business. Don Miller at North Point Bank gets my business. There are other good lenders out there. These two are the two guys that I work with primarily. They're very responsive, and they take fantastic care of my clients, my buyers. Especially, you know, a lot of times people don't realize there are a lot of intricacies and timing issues. And if you're selling one home and buying another home and you have to coordinate things, it's not just between your sale and your purchase. Things have to be coordinated with the person who's selling you the home that you're buying, and the persons that's buying the home that you're selling. So there are a lot of moving parts there. And having a mortgage lender working with a mortgage company that is responsive and, this is important, accommodating. Okay? Because things change. Something happens on the person who's buying the house that needs to be sold. That is going to have a ripple effect. If you're not working with lenders who can accommodate minor changes... That's how deals fall apart. That's how deals fall apart. And, you know, over the years, I've worked with lots of different mortgage lenders. Some are good, some are not. You know, if I have a buyer that comes in and it's with one of these good mortgage lenders, great. We'll, we'll go to it. If they come in with a bad mortgage lender, I'm going to strongly suggest and try to persuade them to work with one of my preferred lenders like John Dolbeck at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation or Don Miller at North Point Bank because these guys know what they're doing. They have, this, they have the knowledge and the experience to do a good job and they have the staff and the support at their company to get things done. You know, sometimes something might get kicked out. Oh, you have to change this. You've got to do that. And it can be fixed right away. Okay, let's, oh, you have to pay down that credit card, you know, the, pay an extra $120 on that credit card, and someone does it today. Get, if you have a responsive mortgage lender, they'll get right on that and then rescore after that payment posts. If you don't have a responsive lender, 
you're waiting and you know time is not your friend when you're trying to buy or sell real estate things need to be executed in a timely fashion okay so that's why you know I, I harp on folks that I work with and I have my preferred vendors and um, you know it's unfortunate occasionally when people don't use if it's my preferred lenders or any of my colleagues who have their preferred lenders who are also good with them and then that, that's how deals blow up that's how things fall apart okay lenders they just if they're too busy um, they're doing too many things they don't focus on the details and I've had individual loan officers to do a crack job and then I've had Loan officers who have a team that's as, you know, it's like a football team. They have so many people working with them and they just, they can't get out of their own way. So it's not someone who's bigger that's necessarily better. You need someone that has a system that's organized and that's responsive. Okay. That's why I work with John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation and my friend Don Miller at North Point Bank. Because they're responsive. They're knowledgeable. A roadblock is a challenge. Something comes up, oh no. They try and figure out a way around it. How to get the deal to move forward. How to resolve that problem. Okay. You know, a lot of times you have these, uh, if it's a, you know, a big institutional lender or, uh, you know, someone who works for a company where they just, they get a paycheck whether they do one loan a week or whether they do 100 loans a week. So they're not going to go out of their way to work extra hard. Okay. Uh, my guys at the Dolbeck team and Norway, uh, North Point Bank, that's not them. They work hard for my clients. And that's why we give them the business. So rates, interest rates, you know, we're going to focus a lot on interest rates this week because they are moving around, okay? You know, we're having situations where, you know, the stock market's doing one thing, um, you know, home values are doing something else, and you need to pay attention to what's going on in the housing market. Now, as of today, there are about 150 multifamily homes for sale in the state of Rhode Island, about 200 condominiums for the whole state of Rhode Island and eight and a half, maybe 860 single family homes for sale in the whole state of Rhode Island. So supply, also known as inventory, is very tight. It's very important that you have all of the things that you can control, your financing, getting pre-approved for mortgage. As a buyer, that's directly under your control. So when I work with my new clients and I strongly encourage them to get a pre-approval, if they listen to me and we find a house that they fall in love with, we can put an offer in. Sometimes if they don't have that pre-approval, you can't even look at a house. I, my listing in Grafton, the seller is like, listen, Joe, if they don't have a pre-approval, don't even schedule an appointment. Don't even schedule an appointment. And more and more people are doing that. One, as a result of COVID. Two, people want, they just really um, want their privacy protected. So if you're selling a $500,000 house and you have someone that's only approved for, for $350,000, why would you want them to come into your house? Okay. You know, so there are a lot of things that as a realtor, 
as a lender, you know, we try to avoid challenges and surprises ahead of time. We see down the road a couple of blocks so things don't happen, okay? And getting your financial house in order early is one of the best things that you can do. Now, if you're a seller right now, what can you do to make your home more attractive? Okay. One of the things that we're working, we're suggesting to some of our sellers that they do is they offer to contribute to do a buy down on the mortgage or a temporary buy down on the interest rate. So that way the seller contributes some monies to essentially get the interest rate. So instead of it being at 6%, maybe it's at 5.5% or 5% for the first year or the first, you know, couple of years. It depends on the lender. It depends on the house, et cetera, et cetera. But essentially there are different things that can be done to buy down the interest rate on the mortgage. So that makes it a little bit more palatable for the buyer because if they can buy it down for the first year and general consensus is interest rates are going to go down in 2023, maybe you can refinance in the second, third, or fourth quarter and get a lower rate long term. Okay. These are the types of things that I suggest to my buyers and my sellers so that they can accomplish their real estate goals. Folks, if you have any questions on what we're talking about, you can give us a call here at the radio show. I try to make it pretty straightforward. The number here is 401-769-0600. Or if you're out of the state, you can call 1-800-949-9674. Okay. 1-800-949-9674 outside of Rhode Island. And 769-0600 inside the boundaries of the biggest little state in the union. Okay. Um... You're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI, Woonsocket, Rhode Island. We broadcast from Woonsocket in the heart of the Blackstone Valley. Um, you know, Woonsocket, just a quick aside, really a fun city. I like it. It's not a you know, big, overwhelming city. It has a lot of culture. There are a lot of things to do here, a lot of great little neighborhoods. And it's really one of the... Uh, most undervalued communities in northern Rhode Island. And I really, I try to introduce all of my clients to Woonsocket. I have someone that's um, relocating down here from New Hampshire to Rhode Island. And I'm showing them houses in Woonsocket because it's a great value. And if you compare what you're getting here for in a multifamily compared to other municipalities, Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls... You can get more house and the same rent here as you can in those other communities. Okay. These are the things that I can offer to my clients to help them get more value. All right. That's why it makes sense to work with a full-time, experienced, knowledgeable realtor. I've been a realtor since 2006. I've been licensed longer than that. And I'm full-time. This is all I do. I, you know the mortgage, I pay my daughter's uh, you know, tuition and rent and all that stuff from being a realtor. If you call me up, I pick up the phone. If I'm on a call, I get right back to you. Texting me, I will respond right away. 401-409-5030. You're never going to have me not pick up because I'm at another job. Real estate, it's not just a job for me. It's a lifestyle. It's a career and I love it. 
I love my career. I love what I do. I'm very grateful that I can help people with one of the largest financial transactions of their life because it's a big deal. It's rewarding for them. It's rewarding for me. And that's, you know, why I love what I do. And my, you know, my objective is to help as many people as possible with the largest financial transaction of their life to just basically remove the unnecessary stress. You know, real estate made easy. That's what I try to do. So whether you're upsizing, downsizing, you're at the empty nest stage or approaching the empty nest stage, you want to get a smaller house or you want a house that's something you can age in place in, I'm your guy. Okay. Um, I can help you with that. With a lot of the financing options that I have available to me from our friends at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation and North Point Bank, we can usually find a mortgage program for our sellers and buyers to make transactions proceed much more smoothly and without any bumps along the way. Folks, if you have questions and you think you may want to do something like this, you can give me a call here at the station, 401-769-0600 or 1-800-949-9674 out of Rhode Island. And we'll get you on the air. If you're calling after the show, 401-409-5030, call or text that number. Okay. So buying down is um, an interest rate. That's something that we, on certain occasions, advise our sellers to do. Um, or advise our buyers to request the sellers to do, okay? Because again, my objective as a realtor is to represent my client so they can get to the closing table, whether it's the buyer or the seller. We will do what we can to help them do accomplish what they want to accomplish, okay? Sometimes... Deals don't have to die. Sometimes they do. But many times, if you think creatively, you're aware of the opportunities or the options that are out there, you can get a deal done that someone else may not be able to get done. And I, I give credit for my knowledge in this is because I, I have friends of mine, colleagues of mine who are just some of the greatest realtors in the country, whether they're in Rhode Island or not. And we share information. Okay, I have a colleague I'm going to be calling right after this show. Uh, real, you know, smart guy, another Remaxer up in Massachusetts, and we share information with each other to help each other become better, more effective, productive realtors. That's what we do. And you know, in my experience, the people who are uh, the most successful in real estate are the ones usually they're also the most willing to share the ones who don't they don't want to share anything and they're very controlling and proprietary with their information and their systems maybe they they make some money but they they never really you know kill it i've never seen that you know because they're too wrapped up in themselves with me it's not all about me it's about my colleagues and then also my clients i'm Blessed that I can do what I do and then get a paycheck at the end. <clears throat> but I work hard. You know, I, I, I sometimes will work seven days a week, 
not necessarily because I have to for me, but I do it because uh, that's the only time my client's going to be able to get into that house. And yes, I could have someone else, another agent, accompany, accompany them. But I feel better if I do it myself because I know what they're looking for. Other times, if there isn't anything unusual or peculiar in what they need, what their needs are, or if I'm already familiar with the house, sometimes I will let them go to an open house without me as long as I speak to the listing agent first and ask them if it's okay. I don't send my buyers to open houses without requesting permission to do so from the listing agent. Kind of a common courtesy. You know, you don't just pop up, pop over your neighbor's house, hey, how you doing, without announcing it beforehand. Okay. Folks, it's about half past the hour, and you are listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 FM. 1380 AM and on WNRI.com. And you can also listen to us on Spotify after the show. So if you can't listen to us at 6 to 7 o'clock on Tuesdays, catch us on Spotify after the show. Okay. You know, one of the things that I, I, I try to always do is I'm always trying to do a good job. And sometimes friends of mine who are colleagues and they have a question about something and a transaction they're involved in, <coughs> they'll ask me the question and I share information. And then I always tell them, listen, this is what I would suggest. However, I would also suggest you go and run this by your broker because I'm not their broker. And usually their broker says the same thing that I say, but... You know, I do that so that the broker knows what's going on with their agent's transactions, okay? Because when you're working as an agent, you, your, your broker is responsible for you. And a lot of times, agents don't know how or what to do in all situations, believe it or not. And if you have a great broker like I do, you can go and ask them. Gee, what would you do in this situation? Okay. It makes transactions move along more expeditiously. There are fewer surprises. If there are fewer surprises. That's better for everyone. Okay. All right. So let's see what else is going on in the real estate market we, right now. So we talked about what's going on in with interest rates, okay? Um, and they have been coming down. And I want to just share a little bit of information about what the market has been doing, how it's been trending. All right. We had um, a couple of, probably about a month and a half ago at my office, one of our agents had a listing at a condominium development. And they had an open house, and I think four people came to the open house, which is pretty, has been, you know, it's pretty normal for an open house lately. Fast forward to this past weekend, another agent from another company had an open house at that same development. They had 35 people come to the open house. The same development, the same condominium development. 35 people came. They received four offers. So what does that tell you? Because... 
things, the market is changing because that coincides with the reduction in interest rates, mortgage interest rates that we've been seeing the past few weeks. It's anticipated that they're going to continue to drop down ever so slowly. So now buyers are getting, plus the holidays are now behind us. We don't have three feet of snow on the ground. So buyers are now actively getting out and looking at homes again. Now, if we get a big snowstorm, that puts the brakes on everything. It will not put the brakes on buyer demand. Buyer demand remains consistent throughout the winter. There are fewer buyers who venture out, especially things that will adversely impact the um, activity level in the winter are, of course, weather. If it's bitter cold or lots of snow or inclement weather like that, that will keep people home. Back in the day, we don't have the problem this year when the Patriots would make the playoffs. People literally, they would, there would be fewer people going out looking at homes on Sundays because they wanted to stay home and watch the Patriots play. We don't have any of those things happening now. Last week, well, the week between Christmas and New Year's, excuse me, um, it was like towards the end of that week, my phone started ringing. I had a lot of, a much more activity than I'd had the previous week or two for buyers that wanted to look at my listings, either from calls from agents, calls from individual buyers. My buyers were calling me, hey, Joe, I want to go out and look at this house. Can we get into that house? And you are actually starting to see houses that have been on the market 20, 30, 40, 50 days are now getting some activity. Okay. So things are, there is definitely activity. I'm busy. I have buyers that I'm working hard helping them find properties. I have sellers that were busy trying to get seller, buyers into their homes so they can sell them and move on. You know, I'm, as I said, I do this full time. So I go to my office five days a week and I work. I sit at my computer and I'm doing research on new listings. I'm looking at what's on the market. I'm scouring through my um, database with my buyers and all their information, trying to see, (coughs) excuse me, if there's anything coming on the market that suits their criteria And then buyers that I haven't talked to in a while, I'm reaching out to them and saying, hey, are you still looking because there's more stuff coming on the market? This is getting to be a better, um, a more active time in the market. Most of the time, the answer is yes. Sometimes, um, you know, folks, oh, I've still got a couple of things on my credit to take care of. I have a lot of Christmas bills or whatever it may be. But um, that's what I do. That's what a full-time realtor does. And I'm full service. So I have handymen I can refer to refer you to. I have electricians, I have plumbers, I have roofers, cleaning companies. Okay. That way makes it easier for my clients. So if they say, Joe, we want to get the house ready to put on the market, who would you suggest for a cleaning company or you know, cleaning person? Well, depending on where they are, I will make a recommendation or two for that home. Okay. Joe, you know, I need to um, 
I need to have, uh, uh, I don't know, you know, my driveway plowed. We got a lot of snow over the weekend. Who would you recommend? Okay. Do I have my hot water tank is leaking, or there's a, there were some drips? Who can I? Who can you send me? To, send to me. You know, I am a, as my good friend Ron Phipps, another great realtor, says, past president of the National Association of Realtors, and he's right out of Rhode Island. Ron Phipps says, as a realtor, you are the source of sources. Okay? And I am. I am a source of sources for people to do plumbing, electrician, handyman work, cabinet installation, kitchen remodeling, bathroom remodeling, basement waterproofing. Roof replacement. And everything in between. Oh, I've got to replace the gutters on my house. Who would you suggest? I've got a guy for you. Actually, I have a couple of guys. I've got some junk that needs to be removed. I've got a guy for you. Okay. That's what I do because it makes it easier for my clients. All of my people are licensed and insured. So it's not a Johnny-come-lately guy. Or gal. And they have a track record with me. And most times they will do, they will take good care of my clients and they'll call them right back. Okay. There's one exception where someone didn't take good care of my clients and they no longer receive referrals from me. And then another time the guy was so busy he forgot to call my client back, which was... Annoying, but understandable. Because that's the thing, folks. Right now, good workers are in short supply. I was talking with a guy today, a uh, gas station over on Route 7 in Smithfield, and they're redoing the whole gas station. They're putting a convenience store in. And I asked how everything is going, when it, this convenience store is going to be open. He said, well, hopefully at the end of the month. He said it was supposed to open back in I don't know, October, and then it was supposed to be by Christmas. But between supply chain issues and then workers who they're supposed they come today, they don't come tomorrow or the next day, then they come the third day. It's tough getting reliable people. And these are people that are making good money on these jobs. Okay. Now, I like to think that I, because I send and I will continue to send these people business, they will take good care of my clients and be responsive. Now, look, if they're in the middle of a project, they can't drop what they're doing there and just go and fix a leaky toilet. But at least they can call up and say, okay, can I come by tonight after work? All right. And that's, a, that's an important part, the communication part. The communication part. All right. Want to do a quick uh, hello, my cousin John Salona, watching on Facebook Live from North Providence, just said Happy New Year and hello. Hello, John. Um, thank you very much. I will keep up the good work. And then my buddy Don Miller, as I said before, when I talked about him in North from North Point Bank, great lender. Don's, Don's um, hook, I guess, is your principal lender. Okay, Don, in a previous life, was an educator and he was a high school principal and he is your principal lender and he does a great job because it's almost like a play because he has principals 
but he's also your principal, your main lender, and he does a very good job. And as I said earlier in the show, he's very knowledgeable and experienced. And get this, folks, he works hard. I've inadvertently called him when he's out of town. He gets right back to me. Okay. That's what you want. The responsiveness that you should get as a realtor from a lender. Hey, even if it's something like, hey, I'm out of town with the family. I'll call you back tonight or tomorrow. And my guys do that. Okay, John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Don Miller at North Point Bank. They do that. And I get updates. This is what's going on with this one. I couldn't reach that one. Have you heard anything? Okay. And there were folks, as I said before, we have a lot of great lenders, local lenders. And I always suggest and advocate for our local lenders because they're part of the community. They shop in our restaurants or they eat in our restaurants, shop in our stores. They support our local causes, our local charity causes. They coach our kids. So that's why it's always strongly advisable to work with a local lender someone from the area it doesn't make sense if you're from Rhode Island or Massachusetts to work with a mortgage company and their lender is in Missouri okay because there could be subtle differences in the marketplace that they're not going to be aware of that could impact the mortgage approval process Local lenders, you're, it's very unlikely you're going to have that problem. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so that's why we like John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. And we also strongly recommend local moving company, GMETS Moving and Storage, 401-383-6669. They will move your belongings from... When socket to Westerly or from Rhode Island to Arizona, they can handle it. They can move your furniture from your house to their storage facility or from one side of the house to the other side of the house. They can do it. Their movers work for them. They are employees of GMET's moving and storage. You're never going to see anything like there was something online a couple of weeks ago with another moving company where the employees had to bring in the police because they hadn't received their paycheck. That doesn't happen at GMETs. Okay. GMETs moving in storage. 401-383-6669. Please uh, give them a call if you have moving or storage needs and mention the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. All right. So, folks, you know, when I came into the radio station tonight, I noticed in, in the driveway we had, there was all this white stuff. And I was like, wow, it almost looks like big snowflakes. But they weren't. It's ice. It's rock salt. Not ice. It's rock salt. It's on the ground. So we don't get ice if there's any moisture or precipitation in the forecast. We will not have problems at the WNRI parking lot. If we did have problems... And let's say the water came in and we had a leaky roof or something like that. We have some kind of a water penetration issue. 
we would call Vern Rainville your public insurance adjuster. Okay? Because Vern Rainville, he will take good care of you. That's what he does. He takes care of property owners, not insurance companies. 484-300-8495. That's Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster. 484-300-8495. He's right here in Northern Rhode Island. He was a contractor before, so he knows what to look for and how to find it. Okay? And even if you had a claim that six months, a year, year and a half, up to two years ago, you can still give Vern a call and he will let you know if he can help you out. Because he's familiar with all, with all of the insurance companies. Because he's been doing it a long time. Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster. 484 300 And please mention the Joe Luca Real Estate Show when you call him. Okay. So existing home sales, okay, are still dropping. They have been dropping. Um, the 10th straight month in November, they dropped for the 10th straight month. However, prices have not started dropping year over year. And I've said this before, and I, and I apologize for those of you that have heard me say it before, but I, I, it's, it's so important. Prices are still going up. When you see a listing, and I'm going to give you a personal example. When I have a listing and it's priced at $315,000 and then we reduce the price to $299,000, that doesn't mean the value of the house went down. It just means that it was a little priced a little too high. The home still has all of its equity. Okay. Year over year, the value of homes has been increasing. I'll be curious to see what we end up with for a final number for 2022 when we get that data in. I think we should have it all in by the end of January. I would venture to say that at the end of the year, we're not going to be in double digits, but we'll probably be in high single digits. Because prices were going up, going up, but there were some price reductions across the country, not just around here, in list prices. Okay. Something else, um, you know, U.S. building permits dropped 11.2% in November. So that means there are going to be fewer new homes built in the beginning of 2023. Because in November... Building permit. Before you can start building a home, you have to get a permit to build a home. So if building permits go down, that means down the road we're going to have less new construction available for purchase. Okay. Pending home sales dropped for the fifth straight month. Now this goes back to October. Um, This is a little bit older piece of data. But pending home sales fell 4.6% in October. Now, back in October, that's when the rates were were higher, and I think they were in the 7% range. So fewer people were putting offers in on houses because what was happening, when the rates went up, people had to go back and get re-qualified 
for a mortgage. So if they thought they could afford a $400,000 house before when rates were 6.5% and now they find out that rates are going to be 7.2%, uh-oh, they can't afford that same house. So they had to dial back what they were looking for. At the lower price points, there are fewer homes available. They get scooped up fast. So there were fewer pending home sales in October. That's understandable in light of what was going on. However, things have turned around, so I think we're going to start to see numbers increase um, as we as we go forward, especially you know in the month of January. I'd imagine pending home sales in January will be higher month over month, not year over year. <coughs> Excuse me. So comparing January to December, and I know we're not supposed to do month over month for comparisons, but I think the activity will be higher um, in. January than it was before. Okay. So let's see. What are some other news we have out here? Um, you know, again, it's where we're still, it's still a good time to buy a home. It's still a good time to buy a home because rental rates are going up faster than the price of homes. And interest rates even though they went up and they're double what they were a year ago, it's still better to own excuse me, than it is to buy. When you're buying, you're paying 100% interest. 100% interest. So if you can't afford to buy right now, reach out. Yours truly is available, 401-409-5030. And we can put a plan together so that you can become a homeowner. If it's in two months, six months, or 22 months, we can certainly help you do that. All right? Now, one of the things I mentioned earlier in the show is folks who are downsizing, okay, empty nesters, okay? The kids grow up, they go to college, they move out, and they're never coming home again. Um, what do you have to do? What, you know, well, the first thing you want to do is you want to put together a plan, like everything in life. You want to have a plan, and a plan in your head is good, but a plan on paper is better. Okay, so you need to know what you have, and then you need to determine what you're taking with you. What do you need to take with you? What can you get away? So part of your plan is going to be sorting all of your belongings. Okay. Maybe you don't need to take the bedroom set from the kids' bedrooms because maybe they'll need them in their new homes. Okay. Um, if you have multiples, multiple, and this is kind of a joke in my household, multiple coffee pots um, or several sets of dishes or, or um, you know, flatware, you can kind of consolidate and get rid of the multiples, okay? Um, and, and this is something I personally have a challenge with, is that you sort things and you have to follow a strict yes or no policy. You can't have a maybe. I have maybes. Um, because it's, or maybe it's, a, it's more not so much a maybe as a, well, what if? Um, that's why I keep it. So, but what you're supposed to do is have a yes pile and a no pile. Um, and force yourself to choose. 
Someone else can't force you to choose because human nature is you're going to resist it. So you just have to um, determine what you're going to do. Um, fortunately, I am not downsizing, so it's not a uh, it's not a a decision that I have to make at this point. Okay, but you need to then decide decide to divvy up your no pile. So you've got all this stuff over here that you're not taking with you. All right, do you give it to the kids? Do you give it to Salvation Army or Savers or what do you do with it? Do you sell it on your own? You know, this weekend we went to the uh, big um, the big top flea market in Providence. Uh, my wife and two kids. And that was the first time my kids had ever been to a real flea market like that. And, you know, that's an opportunity for some people to sell stuff that you don't want, you can't take with you. Rent a space at a flea market. Sell it. Okay. Or make a deal with someone who already has space at a flea market where they can sell it for you. Okay. You know, three, you're going to want to preserve memories. All right. Digitize photos to save space if you can. Um, you know... Things that maybe you can't take with you, take photos of them. And then if it has a lot of sentimental value, give it to someone else in the family. But keep the photograph. Okay. Um, keep track of treasured items so that you can pass them on to your children or grandchildren or close friends um, without actually having to retain them yourself. They can still stay in the family. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes what some folks will do is they'll, if you, you have a lot of things that you saved over time, if it's old movie stubs, letters, photos, um, you can make a scrapbook out of that. So instead of having it all scattered or packed up in, you know, pieces of paper or photographs, you can make a scrapbook out of it to create a record of your life, of your, your family's life, okay? Um, making shadow boxes, so you have a little bit more of a three-dimensional presentation, Okay, but the thing, you know, you cannot deny is that downsizing for empty nesters, it's an emotional process and you have to accept that and you can't force it. You can't rush it. You've got to work through it. So if you have a lot of stuff and you're emotionally attached to a lot of it, you give yourself a lot of ramp up time to start this process. Okay. You know, and I would imagine if you had the more kids you have, the more stuff you would have remaining in the house. But if you start early enough, you have your plan and, you know, you plan your work and then work your plan. You can get it done. And that is the pot calling the kettle black because that's what, um, that's what I need to do more of in, in my house, in my garage. My garage, I've got a bunch of stuff in there, a bunch of tools in there that need to be organized. Big power tools and whatnot. But um, anyway, so that's the process. If you are going to be downsizing before you are getting ready to put your house on the market, you want to have a downsizing plan. Write it down. A plan what we're going to do. Sort your belongings. Yes, no pile. And then you break up the no pile. Determine where the no's are going to go. If it's going to go to Savers, Salvation Army, you're going to sell it. You give it away or you junk it. And then preserve the memories. Okay? You preserve your memories so that you, uh, if it's taking pictures of items, you know, keeping them so you have a digital photograph to look at. Um, and then give those items to other family members. 
that's great because, you know, the older you get, the more you downsize, you have less space. And then eventually when you're in an assisted living facility, if that happens, you just need to have something that can reproduce those digital pictures for you. And you can recall your sentimental memories. Okay. So, you know, there are, like everything in real estate, you want to plan ahead and I tell people, you know, when I'm talking to clients who are like, well, you know, Joe, I'm not, I'm, I'm not ready to do anything right now. Um, I think I don't want to do anything until June or August or whatever it is. And you know what? That's fantastic. What I want, you need to spend this time to get yourself familiar with the market. So if you're going to be selling your house, I'm going to send you sold houses so you know what the value is, what's going on with values in your area. If you're going to be buying a house, I'm going to send you active and sold houses in the areas that you like so you can become knowledgeable during this ramp-up time, as I call it. For buyers, a ramp-up time might be paying down debt, improving your credit score, saving money. Getting a second job so your income goes up. For sellers, the whole decluttering process. Okay. So, folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. We are at the end of our time slot. We will be back next Tuesday evening right here on WNRI 99.9, 1380 AM and WNRI.com. And um, I want to thank our sponsors, GMET's Moving and Storage, 401-383-6669. Beacon Title and Escrow, John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, and of course, the fantastic Vern Rainville Public Insurance Adjuster, 484-300-8495. He will take care of you. So we'll be back next week. Next up, we have Yule Time Preaching Ministry with Rick Mernier. Talk about his show every week. Please stay tuned on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM so you can listen to Rick and all of his preaching. We will be back next week signing off. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. WNRI Woonsocket.